You know who I am, Mr. Seal? No, ma'am. I'm Dana Sabota, State Attorney General. You've got DEA, ATF, FBI, all wanting their pound of flesh. Yes, ma'am, it's, it's quite a room. Yeah. Well, you hit to trifecta, didn't you? I mean, guns, drugs, money laundering. And the state of Arkansas is gonna rip the bark right off of you, boy. We are gonna put you in a four-by-six cell for the rest of your life. Man, that's a long time. Yeah. Miss Sabota, I have Governor Clinton on the line. He says it's urgent. Governor? It's a governor. Put him through. Clear the room, take him with you. Yeah. What do you need, Bill? Did y'all know? The caddies have more trunk space than any other car in the world. I'll get each and every one of you a caddy. Huh? You do that for all of us? Yes, sir, I would. I'll get all y'all caddies. Have them here this afternoon. What are you trying to do, Seal? Add another 20 for bribery? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm just offering y'all caddies for your troubles. What trouble, Seal? Hmm? Well, bring me down here for one. See? I'm gonna walk out of here. <laughs> I'm gonna walk out of here. There ain't a damn thing any one of you can do about it. This is Ed Hoffman, and welcome to the main event. Open up with that scene from a uh, movie called uh, American Made from 2017. If you haven't seen this movie, and of course, since uh, since uh, Don and I have been down with uh, COVID for the last uh, and eh, last three or four weeks, we had a chance to watch all kinds of movies that uh, all kinds of movies that we just haven't gotten around to watching in a long time. Um, this is a true story about a guy named Barry seal who, uh, goes from being a TWA, uh, pilot, you know, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, 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 moving, uh, moving illegally, moving, uh, cigars from Cuba in, and next thing you know, the CIA, uh, um, recruits him, to be uh, dry, flying this plane down to take low level pictures in El Salvador and Nicaragua. Next thing you know, he's, he's uh, smuggling, uh, he's smuggling uh, cocaine for the Medellin cartel. Next thing you know, he's bringing, he's bringing uh, uh, assault weapons down to Nicaragua. So the, so the, uh, uh, the Contras can, can fight against the Sandinistas. Next thing you know, he's bringing people into, into a, a little airfield they put him in in Arkansas, which uh, you can, you can, uh, you can cross, you can cross, uh, uh, you can cross, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, you can, you can, you can uh, check into my, my uh, Clinton, Clinton uh, casualty things, uh, my Clinton casualty post on my, uh, on my website and talk about this uh, airport that Governor Bill Clinton created in Arkansas for doing uh, illegal stuff. And uh, some people actually uh, uh, 
I learned about it and I accidentally uh, got suicided uh, way back when in the late in the late seventies and early eighties. So uh, it's interesting. It's an interesting uh, movie, and I picked that scene about you know, hey, I'm gonna be you know, I got the ATF and the and the and the DEA and the FBI all coming after me, but I'm gonna be walking out of here, and there's not a damn thing you guys can do about it. And uh, that's kind of how the criminals are thinking right about now. I'm going to go in there and I'm going to smash and grab uh, stuff and loot these stores. And there's not a damn thing you guys are going to do about it because the Democrat leadership in this country and especially in this state has decided we don't need to lock up criminals. It's just not fair that they should have to be locked up. Um, Of course, they don't consider the fact that we have those of us that obey laws that we have to deal with having being surrounded by criminals as a result and of course the uh the chickens are coming home to roost and we're seeing the the results of all this stuff um i use that i use the song get back from the beatles because if you haven't seen it the beatles have a new uh have a new documentary out came out on disney plus i'm not a disney plus subscriber until uh my granddaughter said hey the beatles have a new uh, documentary out and uh, so I subscribed so we could watch it. It's about six hours long. And it's uh, and it films them for three weeks before they uh, did the Let It Be album and then uh, created a uh, a uh, impromptu live event on the roof of a building in uh, in London, I believe it was. And uh, it's pretty interesting how they come up with songs. They went in. They went in at the beginning of the three weeks with a couple of little verses that uh, Lennon and McCartney and uh, George Harrison had written and turned them all into full, full songs. This song, get back. Um, they talk, they're talking about the uh, immigration from, uh, from the continent of Africa into Europe and into the UK. And hence Paul McCartney starts saying, Hey, get back, get back to where you once belong. And somehow that turned into the song we know about Jojo and sweet Loretta modern and which has nothing to do with any of that stuff. And it was, uh, it was interesting to see how, uh, how one idea comes up with a uh, chorus. The rest of the song has nothing to do with any of that, but, uh, Hey, that was a uh, songwriting in the sixties. That was 1969. And, uh, that documentary was the last time they ever played live together. So anyway, got lots to talk about what's going on this week and my opinion of it. But first, before I go any further, let me introduce myself. For those of you who don't know, my name is Ed Hoffman from Planet Home Lending. If you're interested in getting involved in any of the fantastic opportunities that are real estate and you need financing, call me toll free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Day or night, toll free, area code 855-640-2020. If you want to get in touch with me, but you don't want to talk on the phone, uh, find me at edhoffman.net. Click on the Planet Home Lending logo, and that'll take you to my lending page. Put in as much information you want me to have. Tell me how much information you want back. You'll hear from myself or one of my talented teammates. If there's anything, any part of the show you want repeated or want to hear it again or you missed it, stay on edhoffman.net. Click on the podcast page to listen on demand anytime. You can also get on on uh, SoundCloud or uh, iTunes slash Apple Podcasts, and you can subscribe for free and have it uh, download once a week. We upload it on Friday afternoons, and it'll uh, download to your device sometime after that. Um, anyway, if you can't, if you don't have time to hear it on the time it's on the radio, that's the easiest way to hear it. So uh, be sure to connect with the show on social media. Follow me on Twitter at Ed Hoffman, where I tweet about current events. 
all week long and uh, like the show on Facebook. Facebook is facebook.com slash the main event at Hoffman. Everywhere else, I'm big at Hoffman. And if you have comments on the show, send me email to ed at edhoffman.net. One last thing, don't forget about Experience Matters. Here's mine, my first book, available also at edhoffman.net, as well as everywhere else you can buy uh, books online. So uh, let's talk about the big thing in the news right now before we get into the uh, the politics. Uh, the Michigan shooting on uh, on Tuesday. Parents of the 15-year-old boy who shot 11 classmates and killed four at his Michigan high school on Tuesday are now being charged with their son's crimes, and rightfully so. They're being charged for involuntary manslaughter, and I think this is awesome. I think this is awesome. This might be the thing that saves America, making parents parents, uh, responsible for raising their kids. Ethan Crumbly, 15, was charged as an adult Wednesday with terrorism, murder, and other counts. And Friday morning, it was announced that, uh, that the parents will be charged as well with involuntary manslaughter. Here's the timeline of how the events unfolded. November 26th, this is the day after Thanksgiving. This is Black Friday. Ethan Crumbly's father, James Crumbly, purchases a gun with his son accompanying him at, incidentally, at the Acme gun store in uh in michigan um i think that's the same store where we used to see uh wiley coyote pick up his uh, gunpowder and that he would uh, pour on the pour on the uh, road and mix it with bird feed to get the road runner um but now we know it really exists the acme gun store is in uh, is in uh, michigan uh in oakland county um that same day ethan crumbly posts photos of a semi-automatic gun on social media with the caption just got my new beauty today sig sour nine millimeter why does a 15-year-old need a Sig Sauer 9mm? I digress. On or about November 27th, this is Saturday, Jennifer Crumbly, Ethan Crumbly's mother, made a social media post that read, Mom and Sunday testing out his new Christmas present. Are these two, are these two people mental? What the hell? Number one, number one, and I'm a and I'm a I'm a Second Amendment guy, but why do you need why do you give your kid a 15-year-old, a handgun. I could see, hey, I have a handgun. I'm going to teach my teenager to be aware, uh, to be aware of it and, and know how to use it. So uh, in the instance that he needs to understand how it works, he can be safe. But clearly between uh, Ethan's post and his mom's post, this is his gun. November 29th, this is Monday, Monday after Thanksgiving weekend. Teacher at Oxford High School observes Ethan searching for ammunition on his cell phone, reported the information to the school officials. His parents were uh, were called and emailed. They did not reply uh, when the school attempted to contact them. Uh, later, Jennifer Crumbly exchanged texts with Ethan saying, LOL, I'm not mad at you. You have to learn to not get caught. Whiskey Tango Foxtrot, what the hell's going on here? I don't understand. Are these parents? Are these American parents? November 30th, the morning of the shooting, Ethan's teacher came across a note that alarmed her to the point that she took a picture of it on her cell phone. The note contained a drawing of a semi-automatic handgun. Hmm. How do you draw a semi-automatic handgun? Well, it was a drawing of a handgun pointing to the words, the thoughts won't stop. The thoughts won't stop. Help me. Also included the note was a drawing of a bullet with blood everywhere written above it. 
between the gun and the bullet is a drawing of a person who appears to have been shot twice and bleeding with a laughing emoji underneath. The note also ha also has my life is useless and the world is dead scrawled on it. The parents were immediately summoned to the school. School counselor removed Ethan from class and his back with his backpack and obtained the note. But the drawings of the gun, the bloody figure, and the writings were all altered. So hopefully they showed him the picture the teacher took on her phone before he altered them. At the meeting with school officials, his parents were shown the drawing, were told they had to submit their son to counseling within 48 hours. Why 48 hours? Take him now. Oh, yeah, I forgot. This is America and our... Uh, and our uh, healthcare, our healthcare system doesn't allow anything to happen today. His parents did not ask where the whereabouts of the gun and did not inspect his backpack for the gun, which he had with him. According to uh, McDonald, his parents resisted the idea of taking Ethan out of school and left without him. Well, let me just tell you what I would do. If uh, we never had we never had guns in the house when my kids were were still living at home, and when the kids are around. When the kids come to the house, especially with the grandkids, the guns go into go into the uh, into the safe, and or or they go into a very high shelf that the grandkids can't reach, and no one would know where to find them anyway. Just because I'm aware that stuff happens. Um, if the kid and I and I see a picture of the kid on on. Uh, on TV, and I say, here's this is a kid that looks like he's mixed up. He looks like a kid that's been bullied, or he's just goth, and and he probably and he probably gets bullied. Maybe he's not sure about his sexual uh, orientation because we teach him about all these different sexes that could be. And this kid just looks like a troubled troubled teen. Okay, and I'm not advocating bullying or any of that stuff. But you know, if, if you know, I I got bullied in junior high because I had everyone went through their growth spurt in in junior high, except for me, I didn't get my growth spurt till 10th grade. And when, uh, and when my son became, uh, well, when my son was about seven, I enrolled him in karate, not because I want him to, to know how to beat people up because I want him to know how to defend himself. I want him to have confidence. And that's, that's what you do. Clearly the parents had to know this kid had a problem and what do they do? They get him a freaking nine millimeter. Is there any common sense left in this country? Hours later, Ethan shoots and kills four classmates and wounds seven others with the gun that was in his backpack that nobody opened after they got all this alarming stuff and the and the and the uh, and the parents didn't didn't even look at it. Me personally, if that was my son, I would have first smacked him upside the head in the principal's office, and I would have grabbed his backpack and gone through it. And we would have found out what was going on. And when my kids were little, they didn't have cell phones. There were cell phones, but my kids didn't have one. And I would have gone through all that stuff. When the news of the active shooter had been made public, Jennifer Crumbly texted her son, Ethan, don't do it. Here's the prosecutor. Upon hearing that there was an active shooter on that day, Mr. Crumbly drove straight to his home to look for his gun. I think that's all. I need to say about that. Okay, so James Crumbly didn't think it was important to look in the backpack 
But as soon as he heard about the active shooter, he immediately drives home to check his drawer in his bedroom to see if it's uh, if the gun's there. James Crumbly then called 911 reporting that a gun was missing from his house and he believed his son may be the shooter. You know why this guy needs to be in jail? Because had he done what he was supposed to do in the principal's office, there's four four sets of parents that have, would have alive kids today. I think they should put the parents of the kid of the dead kids on the jury. Amazing to me. According to according to McDonald, the gun was stored in an unlocked drawer in James and Jennifer's bedroom. Investigators found two two videos on Crumbly's cell phone. Uh, made the night before the shootings in which Crumbly talked about the shooting and killing the students at the high school. Ah, should we look on his cell phone while we have him in the office? Nah, let's not bother with that. Should we open it up and look at his journal and see if he's talking, if he's talking about shooting up the high school? Nah, let's not look at that. Uh, should we at least open up the, the backpack and see if there's the gun? Nah, we don't want to do that. And we're not going to pull him out and put him in counseling. We don't want to do that either. Another piece of evidence investigators uncovered is a journal in Crumbly's backpack that if they had opened up, they would have seen that detailed his desire to shoot up the school and murder students. Well, wouldn't that be interesting information if they just looked? Amazing to me. Amazing to me how little common sense there is in this country. Amazing, amazing, amazing. So let's go on to some more stuff. Some more, some more amazing stuff. Oh wait, hit this in, this in newsflash. There seems to be a a uh, an epidemic of kids having an outbreak of acne at all the high schools in this country. We don't know what's causing it, but we're going to do a shutdown, shutdown on the schools because we got to find out what's causing this this outbreak of little little red sores on kids' faces. They may be banning chocolate and greasy fast food. Anyway, that's how stupid this Omicron variant is, because we're getting all we're getting all up and all all up and uh, and concerned about this Omicron variant that say, hey, this thing is is way more contagious. But there doesn't seem to be any symptoms. So it's time for the new covid variant, the Omicron variant first identified in Botswana and South Africa last month. According to the Lord God, Tony Fauci, the variant is highly transmissible. But since he can't even pronounce the name of the variant. Why should we believe anything he says, especially right after hearing George Stephanopoulos pronounce it correctly? Let's go through what we know and what we don't know about the Omicron variant. Number one, is it more transmissible than other variants? It appears to be, George. It has the molecular characteristics that would strongly suggest that it would be more transmissible. It has a bunch of mutations, a disturbingly large number of mutations in the spike protein, which is the business end of the virus. If you look at the pattern of what's going on right now in Southern Africa, particularly in South Africa. When you have a spike of infections, they are very heavily weighted towards this new variant, the Omicron. You're kidding me. When you look at all the, all the outbreaks in South Africa, they're heavily weighted towards the Omicron. Well, he said Omicron, but who's, who's paying attention? What we just heard is all Fauci seems to know about Omicron because after that, he was unable to answer a single question about it. Do we know if it causes more severe disease? 
Great question, George, and we don't know that. You mentioned the possibility that it can evade our defenses. What do we know about how resistant it is to the current vaccines? We don't have a definitive answer to that, George, and we will know that likely within a period of about two weeks. Likely in a period of about two weeks. By that time, it'll be all over the country, all over the all over the world in every country. And uh, so we've so you you notice that hey, nobody's nobody's dying from this thing. Nobody is, uh, there's, there's no concern about, is it, is it more dangerous than the other, other, uh, other, uh, strains or the other variants? It's just highly transmissible. So let's stop the world some more. Have are you starting to figure, are you starting, starting to smell the BS? Because they have to keep something going or else they can't have mail-in voting in 2022. You've already heard Fauci mispronounce the name of the variant. So this should be come as no surprise on Monday. Biden couldn't say couldn't say it correctly either. When I was elected, I said I would always be honest with you. So today I want to take a few moments to talk about the new COVID variant first identified last week in southern Africa. It's called the Omicron. Yeah, it seems like uh, when he was elected, he also told us he was going to he was going to kill the kill the the uh, the virus. We're going to wipe the virus out. Yeah. When's that going to happen? When is that going to happen? When they're just, it's gone from, it's gone from, uh, uh, it's gone from, Hey, this stuff is going to kill the world to guess what? Uh, we got to get, we got to get, uh, vaccines. Uh, so you don't have to wear a mask. And then, Hey, if you're vaccinated, you still have to wear a mask. And, uh, and if you're, uh, and if you're vaccinated, uh, nothing changes because you still might get it. And if you're vaccinated, uh, nothing changes because you might die. You know what? I, uh, I have some clients that, that said, Hey, you know what? Um, uh, we really got to move into our house quick because, uh, you know, my, my, mo- my mother-in-law's having, having some issues. Um, and you know, she just had a stroke, uh, right after getting her, uh, her booster shot. And I said, whoa, 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 what, what did you just say? Oh, right after getting her booster shot, she had a stroke. I didn't see that on the news. Hmm. How come nobody's talking about that stuff? But I will tell you, I'm going to have a card made for Don and I with a picture of our with our uh, with our our positive COVID test, and then a picture of our negative COVID test, and say, "Hey, natural natural immunity now. Get out of my face. I don't need no vaccine because you know what? The vaccine doesn't do anything anyway. Well, you know, I get a vaccine so I make sure I can uh, I can live my life." Well, you can't live your life. So what's the difference? So let's go on with the uh, Omicron cases have now have now been identified in 20 countries so far. Let's see. We heard about this less than a week ago. And right now it's uh, in 20 countries, including Great Britain, Italy, Belgium, the Netherlands. And on Wednesday, the first case was reported in the United States. Lucky us. It happens to be in California. Well, lucky me. I happen to know some friends that just got back from South Africa and uh, on a uh, safari trip. And I happened to send uh, send one of them a text and said, "Are you the mules that brought Omicron to California?" Happily, happily, she responded and said, "No, they aren't. Uh, they got out of there in the nick of time." But you know, they have some friends that were that are still over there, and they had their whole family and can't get out now um, because they stopped all the all the planes. According to the CDC, this person returned to San Francisco from South Africa on November 22nd and tested positive on November 29th. 
well, if you have Omicron and it takes a week before you even get tested, must not be that bad. But even before this, Joe Biden had already announced a travel ban from eight African countries, Botswana, Eswatini, Lesotho, Malawi, Mozambique, Nambia, South Africa, and Zimbabwe. Amazing. Amazing. You know, it's uh, Biden's explanation for the travel ban. Travel ban is that it gives us time to get more people vaccinated. The very day the World Health Organization identified the new variant, I took immediate steps to restrict travel from countries in Southern Africa. But while we have that travel restrictions can slow the speed of Omicron, it cannot prevent it. But here's what it does. It gives us time. It gives us time to take more actions, to move quicker, to make sure people understand you have to get your vaccine. That's the answer to everything. You have to get your vaccine. You know what? If uh, you know if 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 you're not sure uh, what movie to go see, go get your vaccine. That's the reason. If you're not sure what to get your wife for Christmas, go get your vaccine. Hey, anyway, I'm all out of time for this half of the main event. So stay tuned for uh, five minutes of traffic, weather, and commercials, and I'll be back right back with lots more. to the main event. My name is Ed Hoffman with Planet Home Lending. I don't talk a lot about uh, real estate and finance on the radio because if uh, you're not in the market, you might think it's boring. So I don't want to waste everybody's time talking about it. But there's some of you out there right now that are going, should I sell my house in California and get the hell out of here? Uh, well, if you're, if you're thinking that call me toll free at 855-640-2020. And because I finance in, uh, California, Arizona, Nevada, Colorado, Texas, Arkansas, Tennessee, Georgia, Florida, Oregon, Washington, Idaho, and Montana. I think that's all of them on Utah. Um, so if you're, uh, if you're, uh, looking to get out of town, or you already have a property that's out of town and you need some help financing, call me, 855-640-2020. If you uh, want to refinance a property that you already own, whether it's here or in one of those states, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. If you're thinking about uh, one of them reverse mortgage things because you're realizing you got more more uh, life left than you have money and you'd like to see it stretch a little, stretch a little farther, and I don't care what you've heard, if you go, oh, I would never want to have one of those. Um, I've heard some bad things. Um, if that's how you're feeling, do yourself a favor and call me toll free at 855 640 2020 because the reverse mortgage is a fantastic, a fantastic tool to uh to give you some options in your in your later years. And uh I think once you know all the facts, uh you'll think it's great. And it is uh, 855-640-2020 or go to edhoffman.net, click on the Planet Home Lending logo, and I'll 
help you help you figure things out. So before the uh, before the break, we were talking about the Omicron, the Omicron variant. You know, I have a, I got a shirt that I bought on the internet. It says the final variant will be communism. So just keep in mind of this stuff. Keep this in the back of your mind. So when after Omicron goes by the wayside and the next thing is uh, is epsilon or some other Greek Greek letter that you'll be able to see, you'll be able to see through the crap that this is all just a bunch of lies and it's all a bunch of, hey, all we got to do is, all we got to do is just keep you guys in fear and we can control you completely. I got a, uh, I got a, uh, uh, a text or a message through messenger or something. I, I, I tried to find it right before the show. Somebody sent me and it's uh, one of the guys, the Nazi guys that were uh, in the trials in 1945 uh, for war, war crimes um, saying, Hey, all we had to do to control, you don't have to, you don't have to, uh, um, I'm trying to think how he said it. All you have to, but essentially was all we have to do to control everybody in Germany is to just keep them in fear. So this is the same thing that we've learned. If, if we stop taking history out of, out of our schools, people start noticing that, do you see a, a repeat of the cycle here? Do you see what's going on? If the government keeps us in fear, they can control us. And, you know, I was thinking about this, talking about uh, people getting out of California. You know, the, the, uh, the benefit, of, the benefit of, of getting out of California is when at least when everybody, when everybody starts the revolution, at least you know in other states that your neighbors will join in. So anyway... That's my opinion. So before the break, we were talking about how uh, how Biden needed to uh, create this travel ban to give us time to get more people vaccinated. So is is Biden's travel ban racist? Because he spent a lot of time telling us that Donald Trump's travel ban was racist last year. When challenged by Peter Ducey, Circleback Saki found a way to spin this. Before Joe Biden was president, he said that COVID travel restrictions on foreign countries were hysterical xenophobia and fear mongering. So what changed? Well, I would say first to put it in full context, Peter, what the president was critical of was the way that the former president put out, I believe, a xenophobic tweet uh, and how he called that what he called the coronavirus uh, and and who he directed it at. The president has not been critical of travel restrictions. We have put those in place ourselves. We put them in place ourselves in the spring. Yeah, well, I think she's full of crap. Um, If you remember. If you remember, uh, here's here's one of the tweets that Joe Biden put out there. Trump further diminished the U.S. in the eyes of the world by expanding his travel ban. You know, we didn't we didn't we didn't uh, insult the criticized travel bans. This new African ban is designed to make it harder for black and brown people to immigrate to the United States. It's a disgrace and we cannot let him succeed. I don't know. It sounds like they're criticizing the travel bans. Not just the fact that he called the the coronavirus the China virus, because that's where it came from. Of course, we don't know that, but that's where it came from, because we do know that. Common sense is keeping people from from buying the the Democrat BS. So here's here's another tweet. A wall will not stop the coronavirus. Banning all travel from Europe or any other part of the world will not stop it. This disease could impact every nation, every person on the planet. We need a plan to combat it. Well, Sleepy Joe, you've been there for almost a year now. What's your plan? 
Well, my plan today is uh, cherry vanilla. And uh, maybe after dinner, we're going to have, uh, we're going to try some chocolate mint. And, uh, you know, then uh, I'll look on my teleprompter and see what's next. So anyway, we heard rumblings about this all week and now it's official. Everyone who enters the country, including U.S. citizens, is required to get tested for COVID in the day before their, on the day before their flight and then get tested again after returning home, regardless of vaccination status. So what is the point of getting vaccinated? Well, it's going to keep me from dying. Well, that doesn't seem to be the case because people that are vaccinated are getting the coronavirus and they're still dying. And of course, some of us that got the that didn't get the vaccine, we got the coronavirus and we're still alive. So I don't know. I don't know if this uh, if this is all that it's cracked up to be. But you know what? It keeps us in fear. And as long as we're in fear, they can control us. Currently, vaccinated travelers are required to test three days before coming into the United States. Biden made the announcement Thursday. I'm announcing today that all inbound international travelers must test within one day of departure, regardless of their vaccination status or nationality. This type of testing timetable provides an added degree of protection as scientists continue to study the Omicron variant. Well, I can tell you, I know uh, uh, one couple that's uh, neighbors of mine that were heading to uh, to Cabo this weekend. I don't know how long they were going to be there, but they had to cancel their plans because they knew they they couldn't they couldn't get retested one day before getting on the plane to come home. I think they were just going down there for two or three days. So uh, you can see where this is more controlling what we want to do with our lives. Peter Ducey was on a roll this week asking the Lord God, Tony Fauci, how we're supposed to screen people who don't come into this country on a plane, otherwise known as illegal immigrants coming on foot from the southern border. And for the third time this week, Fauci didn't have a great answer. As you advised the president about the possibility of new testing requirements for people coming into this country, does that include everybody? The answer is yes, because you know that the new uh, uh, the new uh, uh, regulation, if you want to call it that, is that anybody and everybody who's coming into the country needs to get a test within 24 hours of getting on the plane to come here. Well, what about people who don't take a plane and just these border crossers coming in in huge numbers? Yeah, that's a different issue. Yeah, that's a different issue. So what is the answer, though? Well, that's a different issue. So still an issue. Still an issue. So what are we doing to keep make sure that they're not bringing the the uh, the the Omicron variant in or any other variant? Because, um, you know, what? us American citizens that are staying in our country want to make sure that people that come into our country aren't bringing more disease with them or more drugs or more anything else that's dangerous, more uh, more killer MS-13 people. What are we doing to deal with this crap? Well, that's a different issue. Yeah, and? And then? And then? But if you have a problem with Fauci, you're not attacking him. You're attacking science. Because Lord God, Tony Fauci is science. If they get up and criticize science, nobody's going to know what they're talking about. But if they get up and really aim their bullets at Tony Fauci, well, people can recognize there's a person there, so it's easy to criticize. But they're really criticizing science because I represent science. That's dangerous. 
Yeah, you just keep telling yourself that, Tony. You just keep telling yourself that you are science. You are science. I just like to say that. You are science. You just keep telling yourself that. What an idiot. So anyway, um, hey, this just in. Uh, James and uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, Crumbly. The parents of Ethan Crumbly are on the run. All right. So anyway, this is uh, happening on Friday afternoon as I'm as I'm uh, as I'm recording the show. So apparently, uh, they guess they should have had them in the uh, in custody before they made the news announcement that they were charging him because they're on the run. And I guess they don't have any other kids other than Ethan. And I'm just it just it just kind of uh, kind of uh, just is such a shame. Just such a shame that you know two people with such talented talented with such talents for for raising kids that you know what only just had it on one kid they should have had more kids with more guns and i'm being sarcastic in case you don't know so don't send me an email saying what do you mean they should have had more kids so anyway such is uh such is the the latest the latest information by the time you hear this on saturday morning they may be in custody. Uh, but anyway, let's let's go on to uh, the holiday economy from hell. Joe Biden has Americans trapped in a hellish economy this holiday season with a report that consumer prices jumped 6.2% in October, the fifth straight month of increases of 5% or more. Meanwhile, the Biden Commerce Department is raising tariffs. Hmm, isn't that what... what uh, Trump was doing raising tariffs and everyone said, you're going to create a... You're going to create, uh, create a trade war. One example is in lumber, where the average fee on Canadian softwood lumber doubled from 9% to 18% this week. The Wall Street Journal reports that this is directly connected to the rising cost of home building. But the White House talking point this week is that Republicans are actually at fault because they won't pass Build Back Better. They have a lot of speeches about high prices, supply chain, and other challenges we're facing, but they don't offer any answers. We're out there. Democrats in Congress are out there, many of them. We welcome Republican support, I will continue to say, uh, taking steps to lower costs. What is the Republican plan for lowering costs, for addressing inflation? Something they are very concerned about, but they don't seem to have any solutions for. No, it's all the uh, Republicans' fault because we don't want to uh, we don't want to pass Build Back Better. So because obviously the uh, the answer to all the economic problems is to spend more money. You know what? Uh, let me t- let me talk to you. Talk to some of you people. I talk to I talk to people all the time. Um, financing houses, helping people qualify for houses, and I've been doing this for uh, thirty three years now. So uh, so the question is the question is people say I look at I look at people's credit reports and I say okay what happened here because I can see a pattern. Look at a credit report and I can see a pattern of these dates. Something went sideways here or this is happening or that happened. Have you fixed this? Have you fixed that? And of course, there's a there's a variety of different answers depending on uh, uh, the person. But you know what? Uh, um, I can see I can see what's going on. And you know what? But I've but I've never tell somebody say, hey, go open up some new credit cards and just go on a shopping spree. Just go spend money. That's the answer to your problems. The problem is that you don't make enough money and you got more bills and you got more bills and you got more when you, when your, uh, when your outgo exceeds your income, that your upkeep becomes your downfall. So, uh, so, you know, it, the best thing to do is just go get some more credit cards and run, a, run them up. 
then you can file bankruptcy and be a pillar of strength in the community. And then you can wait seven years till your credit cleans up. Or maybe you could stop spending and start paying some, paying, paying some of your bills off and start being a little more conscious of, of how the world works and how the, how, your, uh, how the economy works and how your economy works. That doesn't, seem to, that doesn't seem to work with the Democrats because Build Back Better is the answer to all of it. So uh, my, friend, my friend Tom Hardig uh, posted this email. I think he, uh, I'm not sure if he wrote it or if he cut and pasted it, um, but let me just read this. Diane Sawyer's special report <clears throat> was all about the items in our houses that, made, that are made in China. They removed all the items from a typical middle-class family home that were not made in the United States. There was hardly anything left besides the kitchen sink. Literally, during the special, they showed truckloads of items USA made being brought in to replace everything that everything and talked about how to find these items and the difference, the difference in price, etc. It was interesting that Diane said that if Americans spent $64 more than the normal than normal on USA made uh, items for one year, it would create something like 200,000 new jobs. So I won't read the whole won't read the whole post, but it's uh, it specifically says when you go to the grocery store, when you go to the hardware store, when you go to any of these places, just pick up your product that you're about to buy and just look on it. And so if it says made in China, then just put it back down and, and look for something else. And the price difference is, is, is not that big. Well, you know what? I'm going to buy i I'm going to buy these toothpicks that are made in, made in China, or I can buy this other one that instead of a dollar 17, it's a dollar 19. Um, and they're made in America. Or, you know, if, and it's, I'm just using, just pulled that, pulled that product out of my butt there. Um, so uh, if you just look at these things, you go to, you go to Costco or Sam's club or, and you're looking at, at some of these, uh, these uh, clothing things, it says made in China, just don't buy it. Buy the one that says made in America. There's nothing that they make in China that we can't make in America. Wait, but what about TVs? All these TVs come from, do you think that we don't have smart people in the United States? Because I think the Apple iPhone was invented in the United States. But why are they all made in China? They're made in China because of regulations. It's all, they're made in, they made in China was, they, they make them in China um, because the regulations, the regulations are, are less. They don't have to go through all the environmental crap. They don't have to go through all the, all the minimum wage and all the extra, extra regulations that, that drive up costs. And of course, the Biden administration is showing how, showing how it's not really the increase in, in cost of fuel. And it's not really the increase in cost of things. It's the problem is the, is the store owners, the store owners are passing this cost onto their customers. Come on, man. Are you stupid? Store owners need to make money too. So if you increase their cost and you make us pay, pay uh, people to flip hamburgers uh, $15, $16 an hour or more, what should they do? Well, they should just take it on the chin. It's like the prosecutor said in the Rittenhouse. Sometimes you just got to take a beating. Just get beat up. No sense in defending yourself. So anyway, keep that in mind. I'm going to forward, I'm going to forward that, uh, that, uh, that post so everybody can read it because I think I'm going to be, I'm going to be the one to start and I'm just not going to buy stuff that's made in China. And if I can buy everything, I have three cars in my garage. I have a Cadillac XLR. I have a Corvette 
Z06, and I have a Silverado, Silverado, uh, uh, Chevy Silverado pickup. Before the Chevy Silverado, there was a Hummer there. Everything's American. Even if I wanted to buy a Lamborghini and I could afford one, I can't because you know how much crap I get from all my listeners and my employees and everybody else. You're driving a foreign car. How did that happen, Ed? What happened? You're all by American. I am by American. Let's see. I'm buying, I'm wearing a shirt with a uh, with a tag on it. It has the American flag on my sleeve. I have to pull the tag off and see if it's made in America. But if it's not, there will be no more Warrior 12 t-shirts coming my way if it's not made in America. All righty then. So uh, meanwhile, good luck to everyone to order affordable gifts that will come on time for Christmas Day. Here the, here's the effect of the supply chain crisis. Uh, data from Adobe Analytics for online shopping. Out-of-stock messages surged by 169% in the no- month of November and have more than tripled since November of 2019. The same report states holiday shopping discounts are barely happening this year with electronics 12% off this year versus 27% off last year. Appliances 8% off versus 20% off last year. So in other words, you know, Black Friday, Black Friday deals were not quite the deals that they used to be. Washington Post reports spot rates to spot rates to send containers from China to the US West Coast have dropped 25% in the last three weeks. Well, maybe because Maybe because uh, people are not shipping the stuff because um, because they're just going to sit off the harbor because there's no one to unload them. Or maybe, maybe if you listen to Pete Buttigieg, um, you know, it's not a question of, of people not working and it's not a question of anything. It's just the economy is so good. People are just buying so much. But guess what? Stuff made in America doesn't come in on a, on a, on a boat from China. Keep that in mind. Um, but the current $14,185 per container cost remains more than 10 times its pre-pandemic level. Let me see, 10 times. So it's more than, so it used to be $1,400 per container pre-pandemic. That was only two years ago. Amazing. This week, Biden met with executives from Walmart, Best Buy, and Kroger to discuss the supply chain issue. So he clearly understands it's an actual problem. Well... Somebody in his staff said, understands it and says, hey, Joe, you better meet with these guys. So it looks like you're doing something besides eating ice cream. But then he got on a microphone and told Americans they can't believe what they're seeing with their own eyes. If you watch the news recently, you might think the shelves in all our stores are empty across the country. That uh, parents won't be able to get presents for their children on holidays this holiday season. But here's the deal. For the vast majority of the country, that's not what's happening. Well, don't you feel better now? That's not what that's not what's happening for the vast majority of Americans. Um, I wonder if that means California and New York and Chicago. They're making sure those places are fully stocked because that's where the vast vast majority of the population is. But for the rest of the states that aren't quite as uh, as as thoroughly packed, um, you guys don't worry about it. When you go into the stores and they don't have stuff in stock, that's really not happening because the vast majority of Americans have their stock. And when you go into uh, the grocery store and you see you see you can't find the the stuff that you want for your Christmas dinner or for any other dinner, um, you notice I I notice it, um, and I think I've mentioned this before. I couldn't find Diet Coke bottles anywhere for like six or eight months. 
you can find them in cans, but you couldn't find bottles. And of course, if you went up to the coolers next to the grocery store uh, checkout stands, you had them, but they're $2 a bottle. You couldn't buy them in the, in the, uh, you know, six packs at a time. You couldn't, you couldn't buy them there and being a Diet Coke addict, um, that was bad for me. So I, I had to resort to uh, actually buying cans. And then after I finish a bottle, I just open up the cans and fill the bottles back up because it just like, it's easier drinking, drinking bottles, especially in the car, because you can put the cat back on. Hmm. Maybe they should figure out how to have the twist off, twist off caps on the cans. Yeah, that's the ticket. So anyway, um, so Biden just wants you to know that uh, when you, when you see the, uh, uh, the fact that there's no, nothing on the shelves at the store uh, or, you know, you want to get your, you want to get your kid a new TV or a new guitar or a new, or a new something that uh, isn't there, that isn't there. Don't worry about it. Cause the vast majority of Americans, this is not the case. You tell your kids on Christmas morning, Hey, son, I'm sorry. I couldn't get you, couldn't get you that new bike. I couldn't get you that, that, uh, that new, whatever it is that you wanted because they sent it to where the vast majority of Americans are not, not to you. And of course, if you're thinking about, uh, getting your, uh, getting your kid a, uh, uh, maybe a Sig Sauer nine millimeter for Christmas. Uh, and he's like 15, um, go back and listen to the beginning of this show and consider whether or not you want to be charged with charged with, uh, uh, involuntary manslaughter, uh, when your son or daughter does something irresponsible with that, with that gun. Hey, anyway, I'm still pro I'm pro, uh, second amendment. And I think uh, I think kids should be aware of that stuff. But I just don't think that kids deserve to need to have a handgun. Get them karate lessons. Get them some confidence, and uh, get them some common sense, and show it to them so they can see an example with you. And uh, my parents are the smartest people I know. You know, that's one of the things I wanted to be. I don't want my I don't want my kids to have Michael Jackson or or Magic Johnson as their hero. I want me to be their hero. And uh, I think I succeeded. Hey, anyway, I'm all out of time for this episode of the main event. Thanks for listening, and I will be back again with you next week.